We forget that life isn't as bad as we're making it out to be. We also forget that when we're blowing things out of proportion, we are the ones doing the blowing. Richard Carlson. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the podcast that helps you be the leader. I'm Jeremiah Solvin, and I'm your host. Guys, gals, if you're new, we're going to help you out with a couple of things. We're going to help you out with your individual performance, and we're going to help you out with your leadership. And we're going to do that so that you can win. We have another great episode today. Um, and you know, when I say we, I'm joined by the podfather himself, Justin Phillips. What's up, man? I've been the podfather for like three weeks in a row now. We're finally, finally getting some consistency with that, which is ironic because my other name that you've called me in the past is Mr. Consistency. So. The, the Mr. Consistency is good, um, but I do. I there's just a special place in my heart for for the Podfather. The Podfather. For some reason. <laughs> yeah. Listen, yeah, a good play on words is always a very good thing. Um, I do not want to put you into a box, though. I don't want you. You know, you you're gonna gr- you're gonna grow into a, another human being, right? Like a different yeah. type of human being. Six, you know, this great entrepreneur, whatever it is. And yeah. if I keep calling you the Podfather, then it, then that. It could become a self-fulfilling prophecy, you know? <laughs> yeah, maybe it could. I don't know what, what else you're going to call me, though, other than, like, God. I don't know. But <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> he just went there. <laughs> but, uh, all right, hey, so today today's topic, um, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about um, some. This is going to be life-changing because, you know, there's one of the, I don't know if this is a strength or if this is a weakness of mine. Maybe a little bit of both, but you know, I have I have the ability to kind of tell it how it is. And um, there's people out there that <clears throat> when they when they try to do that, they can come off kind of arrogant and just kind of as assholes. But um, what I what I try to do is not be one of those people, and I try to just tell it how it is, so that everybody can have a real honest conversation with themselves, so that you can and you can improve. And today's topic is in line with that theme. Okay, it's it's in the in line with blunt feedback and I'm going to lay out, you know, some honest truths about your current situation. You know, maybe maybe you're an individual that you're trying to get a result in life and there's some obstacles in your way and you can't figure out why you're not getting that result. And and so today's today's topic we're going to pick apart really the price that you're willing to pay. Okay, so you and your team are trying to get a, a certain goal. You're trying to get to a certain outcome. And really, one of the main reasons that you're not there yet is because you're not paying the price enough. And that's the honest truth. And so I'm, I'm going to dive into this and kind of uncover some reasons why we're not sacrificing more, why we're not willing to pay the price and, and, and help you as an individual get clear about what changes you need to make to your strategy for achievement so that you and your team can win. Okay. And as a result, what this will do is it's going to make you happier. It's going to make your team happier. It's going to create a, a better culture at work. It's going to bring your stress down and uh, it's going to help you just improve as an individual, which is what we want. So that's going to be today's topic. Justin's going to ask me questions about it as we get in. And, uh, but before we do, you know, just some quick catching up, Justin, I'd love to hear more about what's going on in your life right now. I know you're making some some improvements personally. And uh, let's talk about that real quick and then we'll go into everything else. <clears throat> yes. So are you getting distracted by all my like moving around over here today? <laughs> J- 
just Justin standing up today. He normally <laughs> we we've both graduated to standing during our podcast. Um, We're gonna versus, see how it goes over here. Yeah, so he looks doing it, but. He, he looks a little fidgety. I'll I'll let you know if your audio gets jacked up. But yeah, no. So how are you doing? Um, what's the latest and greatest with you? Um, yeah, the latest and greatest with me is pretty good. Um, I got a new client over the past week or two two weeks ago now. I don't know. I got a new client recently. That's pretty good. Um, podcasting. Yeah, because that's probably the hardest thing for me to do in my life is find clients. But I did that. Um, I started doing 75 hard again. And because I started doing 75 hard again, um, I've started working out, you know, more real working out again, as opposed to just kind of like, you know, doing just enough to say I still work out. So I've been running more, which is a new thing for me. I used to walk all over Timbuktu like every day, but I've started actually running on my runs. (laughs) So that's that's a big thing and so on and so forth. I mean. Well, I know 75 hard is a big jump right. for you. Um, I think this is, I think this is, what number is this for you? You're, you're going back through it. Cause you, you jacked up before with the picture, right? Yeah. Yeah. I jacked um, up before the picture. So this is round two. Yeah. Round two. And, um, I'm excited because you, uh, originally told me you weren't going to do it for another year or two years or whatever, or ever. <laughs> and, uh, you came back and decided to do it. So I, I know this is awesome that I know it's an awesome, it's just an awesome jump for you to do it again and reattack it. Um, cause, uh, you know, it shows that you're not afraid to fail something and keep going, man. And a lot of people can't do that. They fail something and they quit. Yeah. I was actually thinking about that with 75 hard too. I almost feel like you don't actually get the full benefit of it cause you failed it once too. You know, and I was thinking about that or you, I think you only failed it once, right? Didn't yeah. you do it your second time around? And I was thinking, you know, there's a lot of people that that's the story for. And I think I think you get a fuller benefit out of it if you do fail it the first time and you're like, oh, shit, you know, and you kind of have to have that moment with yourself where you're like, I fucked up. And then you go through and do it again because you learn that you can fuck something up and then get back on the horse and then actually finish it the second time. Whereas I feel like if you just do it through the right way the first time and you don't face that adversity, so to speak, to begin with, you just don't get the full effect of what. 75 hard is about in the first place. Well, the the lesson is in failure. It's always in failure, right. you know? And so with that saying, you know, fail forward, it's because you want to grab the lesson. Like you, a lot of people want to succeed without failing. And it's like, you, you're not going to, you're not going to do it unless you find the failure, right? Because you never get to the, the, the true point of your limitation. You never get to that, that wall. You never get to the absolute max unless you fail. Right. If you're short of that, you never know, you know, how much more room there was. But when, <laughs> right. when you fail, you it's a very clear line of like, okay, it failed. Um, yeah, for me it was like on day sixty something. Um, left some water in my water bottle after switching bottles a couple of times and uh caught it the next morning, which was a yeah, it, was, it taught me that I was being a little bit complacent, I wasn't being diligent enough. And mm-hmm. that was a huge lesson for my personal life. So I went through and I started being more diligent with everything. Um, but, uh, you know, tied into today's topic, um, since you, you know, you're doing this workout program, it's pretty intense. And I'm curious, what have been some of the trade-offs for you? Some of the things that you've sacrificed to start this program that is going to make you better? Um, I don't know. I mean, my sacrifice mainly has been sleep, although that's not something that bothers me all that much. It's just been, 
I'm eight days into it, first of all. So I still have a lot of room to get further into it and start to get tired of it. Obviously, there are the obvious trade-offs in 75 hard, like the diet, there, there are trade-offs in that, and so on and so forth. But for me, so far, it's just it's just kind of been a matter of doing it, just sticking to it. And also with everything else I've got going on right now, it's been a matter of actually building out my calendar every day, which is something that I didn't used to do in the past, like yeah. physically or visually, I should say, with like block your block there, so on and so forth. But like all in the same week, I started 75 hard again. I picked up a new uh, podcasting client and I had all my midterms for college like in the same week and my schedule just got crazy. So I don't know. It almost provided me more structure in yeah. that sense. It almost felt like a trade on. But yeah. Well, what, what's happening, you put more pressure on yourself. And I teach this yeah. with my with my clients, you know, in Conquer Academy. You've probably heard me say it before is that pressure, pressure is a privilege. The more pressure you put on yourself, the, the better product you get from yourself. And so yeah. because there's all these demands with your time um, and your productivity, you had to get resourceful and figure out a way to handle it, which was like you mentioned, the calendar, you know, and this is a really powerful thing that you just said, because I think it was it was towards the beginning of um, the podcast where we, we were talking one time and you mentioned, I remember this very, very vividly. You were like, I don't use a calendar. Yeah. I try to, I try to do it in my head. And I, I, I knew that it was important to you to try and work on your memory, yeah. you know, not have things down on paper. Cause it, it was just a very important thing for you. So you've adjusted and you've realized that you had to, you had to make some changes and now you're writing stuff out every single day and becoming more effective. So that pressure was a privilege. Um, you know, and I, I, am curious, there's somebody out there that's listening right now wants to make a change in their life. Okay. They want to either start getting up earlier. They want to start working out in the mornings. They want to manage their time better. They want to be more productive, but they're not quite ready to do what's required to make those changes happen. Okay. And if, and that individual can relate to your situation, because if you, if you look at the program that you're on. There was some hesitation in starting it. You didn't quite want to make the jump early on. And I'm curious, what stopped you from doing the program, making these changes, these lifestyle changes earlier rather than later? What was kind of the hesitation there? Like my hesitation to start doing it again or even the yeah. first time. I mean, just <laughs> just kind of that I didn't want to, right? My yeah. own My own laziness, basically, and me kind of just arguing with myself in my head playing good wolf, bad wolf inside myself. Like, is this really going to help me? Is it really going to be that worth it if I do 75 hard, blah, 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 blah. And then, I don't know, eventually I was just like, going to do it. Exactly. So that, <laughs> what you, no, what you said is huge because everybody else is going through the same thing. They have these lifestyle changes. Like I was speaking to a, a client the other day and he wanted to start waking up earlier in the morning because he wanted yeah. to work out. He wanted to prioritize some of his personal development. He wanted to prioritize some projects that he was personally working on that he didn't have time to do at work. And when I started talking to him, the idea of waking up earlier became like this huge ordeal. Okay. Kind of like what you're talking about with the program that you're on. You started thinking like, man, do I really want to do this? And I, all these different what ifs and all these things. And you essentially blew it out of proportion where it was like, you made it a huge ordeal. And it was the same thing for this, this client. Um, and when I got to the core of what needed to happen for him to start having better mornings, we realized that it was only going to be a 30 minute shift, 
30 minutes of his day where we need to sacrifice 30 minutes so he could get what he wanted in the mornings. And it was going to allow him to wake up a little bit more early. Um, it was allow him a better workout, not be distracted by his kids, allow him to get some creative writing in all these different things. <clears throat> but the idea of waking up 30 minutes, you would have thought we're talking about 12 hours. <laughs> you know, we were, you would have thought we were, I was asking him like, Hey man, don't sleep at all. <laughs> like <laughs> don't, don't sleep period. And, and you know, we're all guilty of that. So there's a leader that's listening right now. And um, you want something, you want a better routine, you want a better structure, you want better results at work, you want better results at home life, but you're not willing to pay the price. Okay. That's the honest truth is you're not willing to pay the price right now. And so I'm here to come in and be that voice of reason in your ear and tell you that whatever you want to get in life, it comes at a cost. It comes at a sacrifice. And in order to in order to commit to that sacrifice is that we need to stop blowing things out of proportion. Um, I went through this personally this week. Okay. Sunday, I started coming down with something. I started getting sick. All right. And you know, when you start getting sick right now, what's your first thought? You're like, oh shit, maybe I got COVID. <laughs> right. That's a, that's blowing it out of proportion right off the bat. And, um, <laughs> so I started kind of feeling a little weird on Sunday, but really Monday last week was, was day one. Okay. And I woke up, my alarm went off at my regular time, 3.50 a.m. And I was like, dude, I'm pretty sure I'm sick. And immediately the story starts coming in. And I start thinking like, dude, you, have, you might have COVID. My brain just starts going ridiculous. You should rest. Don't work out this morning. You need more rest. That sleepy voice kind of comes in, the sleepy Jeremiah, right? It's like, hey, brother. Hey, man, this bed's really comfortable. You know, you work really hard. You know, you, you work harder than everybody, you know, man, why don't you just, it's Monday, just take it easy, rest up, get some orange juice and, you know, minimize the risk of potentially having COVID and, and you deserve it, man. You deserve it right now. How many people have heard that shit in their head before, <laughs> right? Like when you wake up in the morning, Hey man, it's all right. Take it easy. You're all right. You've worked hard. <laughs> it's like, where does that shit come from? So how many people hear that every single day right after a day where they already took it easy yeah. and they're still telling themselves, ah, you worked so hard yesterday. You got one thing done. <laughs> <laughs> right. And we all, we all, we all hear this shit, you know, and that's kind of why it's funny to address is like, okay, we're all guilty of it. We, we allow, and we allow that story to build and we blow it out of proportion. So Monday morning hits and I'm, I'm, I'm in that, you know, I, I call the negative voice in my head scar. I think we've talked about this before. Yeah. Uh, scar from the Lion King because Scar is very manipulative, right? But he's also weak. He's a coward. So I think of Scar telling me, hey, man, stay in bed, bro. Hey, man, you'll be all right. Go ahead and just miss this thing. So Monday it happens on Monday. And um, when that happens, ladies and gentlemen, this is the, the thing you want one of the key points you want to take away right now. When you're having those moments of weakness on day one, you need to assert yourself. Okay, you need to stand your ground on day one. That's the most important moment of this pivot that you're trying to make and this improvement that you're trying to make. Day one is the most important. So Monday morning was day one for me and the story was getting loud. Hey man, you might have COVID. And so what did I do? I said, dude, not today. Fuck no scar, not today. And I said, regardless of whether I'm sick or not, regardless of whether I have COVID or not, whatever, 
I'm standing my ground today because I don't negotiate in the mornings, right? And what ended up happening is I got several workouts in that day. It was brutal. I took multiple naps on Monday because I was just so exhausted. But I ended up on a day that I was going to sleep in, listen to the voice, cave in. Um, I ended up asserting myself, getting up. My first workout was started off, you know, some stretching and then a five mile run. And I was like half asleep for that whole run, like barely. <laughs> I didn't even remember it when I got back and got some water, took a shower. I passed back out, woke up, did some business. And, Anyways, and that same structure followed throughout the whole day. And I did another workout. I ended up doing like nine miles total that day of running and then um, a full body circuit. And, um, but what ended up happening, I got home and it was the end of the day. I got business done. I took care of everything and I'm sitting there and I, I posted on Instagram. I was like, dude, it's amazing what your body can do when you don't give it a way out. You know, when you're, when you're willing to pay the price for what you want, it's amazing what you can actually do. And so if somebody out there that's listening, you want to start getting results in your life, you need to focus on day one and you need to assert yourself and pay the price on that single first day. Put me pause there. What are your thoughts on that, Justin? Well, I think you're right. I want to bring up something, just kind of put a question in front of you when it comes to paying the price is like when you say pay the price. There are probably things, I can't think of examples off the top of my head, but there's probably things where there's a pretty clear, like, okay, if you want, you know, X goal, like you have to pay this price in order to get there. I think there's also an element for a lot of people, though, where they have options. None of them are extremely sexy. You know, none of them are their favorite option of the bunch, but they have these choices and then they act like they don't. So my example is, um, it's actually for me working out essentially, or in the gym specifically, is I, we're, I think we're all a little bitch about something. And I'm a little bitch about being at the gym while it's crowded. I just, I mm. prefer that nobody's at the gym when I'm yeah, yeah, working yeah, yeah. out if I have that choice, which is exactly why I go at four o'clock in the morning because nobody else is there. Maybe like one or two other people are there. and like, go them because they're up at four in the morning in the fucking gym. I like those people. But that's why I do that. You know, and my alternative would be I could go at like six or seven in the morning, not have to pay the price of waking up at 4 a.m., but then I would have to pay the price of being there with other people, which to me is heftier. So is, is that generally a thing in other areas or am I just kind of spewing nonsense over here about oh, that, picking the price that you pay? Yeah, um, I mean, it's going to the, 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 the price for winning is going to present itself all over the place you're all you're there's always going to be uh, options in front of you okay and it doesn't really matter um which one you choose as long as you're getting the end result you know um it doesn't you got to just think about what's what's the big picture what's the what's the what's the intent of what i'm trying to do so i'm trying to work out does it matter if i get up earlier and pay that price or does it matter if i go to the gym and deal with a crowded gym does it matter if i pay that price well really it's the same as long as you get the same effect you go there you work out you get the end result um so i i think that it doesn't really matter as long as you are willing to shuffle between options and pick one but then not allow the option you've picked to be a reason you don't choose the other option later. Like you might wake up, miss your alarm for some reason. And it's six o'clock and you're like, listen, I'm not going to the gym because it's going to be crowded. I don't do that. Now you're not willing to pay that price. Okay. 
So you always have to be willing to sacrifice is what I'm saying. And um, I'm not trying to encourage everybody to go out and like work out when they're sick and stuff. That's not what I'm trying to do. But I'm, I am trying to get somebody to focus on day one, making a sacrifice on day one. Because what happened for me for this week is because I asserted myself on Monday, paid the price, the rest of the week has continued to evolve. Like I'm, I've, I lightened up a little bit on some working out because it was just, it was smashing me and it was part of my plan. I reevaluated on Monday, still working out, but I'm essentially, I have a 48 hour plan that I've laid out until I get better. Okay. So the next 48 hours, here's what I'm doing, dot, dot, dot. And I'm executing that. And what that's allowed me to do is continue throughout the week without saying like, okay, I just need to sleep this whole week. I'm a, I'm ahead by five days versus being at what, you know, day zero or whatever it was before. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm making progress, incremental improvements. Okay. Versus the old self who would have wanted to stay in bed and just like mm -hmm. be miserable. Um, so uh, when you're trying to get from point A to Z day one, you got to assert yourself, you got to make a stand on day one and then allow the rest of it to fall, fall into place. Um, yeah. So I have not lost momentum and that's what I want somebody to do right now is assert yourself, pay the price up front and then not lose momentum, start gaining momentum every single day. Um, and then the other piece of this is that, <clears throat> you know, if you want to pay, paying the price means you got to sacrifice your time. Okay. It really does. When you want to get somewhere in life, you, you want your team to get somewhere, guess who has to make the sacrifice? The fucking leader does. Okay, Major Steele, he used this guy. I used to see him. I used to be the first one in the office all the time. Okay, I thought it was, I, I, for some reason, I'm a weirdo. I like, I'm competitive, and there's these little things that I do throughout the day that I get excited about that I'm winning, right? <laughs> and I'm like brand new to the job. And I, I, I get there, and um, I, I, I make a habit of, in my pre, I'm transitioning from one job to the next, okay? And so in my old job, I was used to pulling up. I'm the first one there. You know, I, I'm like, hell yeah. I unlock the door. I get in. I do my thing. I'm feeling like I just won. Okay. I do this for a long period of time. And then I got to this other job and Major Steel was this other job. Okay. And um, I'm just competing with myself, you know, prior to this. And I get I, first day on the job, I pull up and I look over at the car lot and it's supposed to be empty. And I look over and I see his car and I'm like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> major steals fucking here man um and <clears throat> what 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 did that taught me was that you know there's always somebody out there working harder than you but my point is that in order to get the end result that you want you have to pay the price you have to start sacrificing and major steel was a guy that did whatever it took and he wanted his team to succeed so he was the guy that was there first every single day earlier than i was there and so we went back and forth constantly i was and i don't know if you ever knew that I was competing with him, but in my head I was right. I don't know if you ever done that on a, tre on a treadmill. You're racing, you're in the gym working <laughs> out, and there's somebody next to you, and you can see their speed, and that you've never. This is total stranger, and you're like looking. You kind of glance down to see how fast they're going, and then you're like, you're, <laughs> you're like, you pick it up a notch, just kind of subtly try to act like you're not competing with them, and the next thing you know, you're running faster than them, and uh, then then they go and they bump it up a couple notches. <laughs> I think I think guys like you are the reason that people are self-conscious about starting to go to the gym in the first place. Ah, nah, I'm not like doing it. To, I'm not like doing it to make anybody feel bad. I just like go there and I'm just competitive. And, but I did that one time, and there was this there was this lady next to me, and that whole scenario played out where I was bumping my speed up, 
casually and I'm like being competitive. And then she did the same thing. And I was like, oh shit, it's on. And so, (laughs) and so I bump it back up and I notice her kind of do the same thing. And we go back and forth, like this happens for a while. Right. And then all of a sudden she hits the stop button and I'm like, oh, I beat her. I hit the stop button and, um, I'm like, Hey, I was like, Hey, what's up? I was like, um, you know, did the headphone gesture. Like, let me, let me talk to you real quick. She pulls off her headphones and I was like, Hey, good, uh, good race there. That was awesome. And she, she looked at me and she was like, what? <laughs> she had like no clue that I was racing with her. I was like, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So major steel was the guy that he was willing to sacrifice to get his company ahead. By the way, there were other company commanders that were peers of major steel that were not doing the same thing that I watched come in as a junior lieutenant. <clears throat> I watched them come in late. Guess what those guys always did. They were, they were scrambling every single day. They were not prepared. Um, they were just a mess, man. And so if you want your team to win, man, you got to sacrifice. And typically what you're sacrificing is your personal time. So, you know, major steel taught me and he taught me that through example. He helped, but he also taught me, um, the importance of sacrificing your time when I was a junior soldier too. I was, I was um, preparing to go to um, a military school and I wanted to use unit PT as a time to train, which is like my normal nine to five schedule. Right. And, um, I you know, we start PT at six 30, so it wasn't nine to five, but you get what I'm saying. So I show up and I'm like, Hey, I got this military school coming up major steel. I'm like, um, would it be cool if I just did my own thing? And worked out because what we're doing as a unit isn't in line with the results I want to get at the school. And by the way, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a good soldier. I show up on time. I'm never late. I have good performance evaluations. All these different things. So I'm, I'm he should trust me. And I ask him, and he kind of laughs, and he's like, "Listen, that's not how winning works." And he's like, "That's not how going to schools and passing schools works." He's like, "If you want to succeed, if you want to win, you have to sacrifice your time and do more than what's required." And when he said that, I got, I was like, at first I was like, what the fuck? You're like, how do you want, you want me to do PT before 630? I'm like, this is already before the sun is up. You know, like this is insane. But then I stopped and th- thought about it and I was like, he's right. And I had seen his experience, right? And he was a guy that had achieved at a very, very high level. And I was like, if he thinks like that, then obviously I have to do it. So I stopped making excuses. I started doing physical training before physical training and it was like the, the, you know, the unit PT was like icing on the cake. I had already gotten the major work done, my shit done. And now I was just like, hell yeah, this is your bonus points. So, um, you know, he told me that I needed to uh, do what was required, not what was convenient is what he really did. And, um, I took it to heart. I listened to him. And as a result, I kept winning. I kept succeeding over and over again. Cause I never found excuses. I always removed excuses. I was like, nope, that's right. I can always get up earlier is what I was telling myself. I can get up at fucking three o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning, whatever. Um, I just have to be willing to sacrifice and pay the price to get what I want, you know? Yeah. That's such that's such a good point just in and of itself, which comes down to a responsibility thing. Um, when you put an emphasis on you have to sacrifice your time, I think that's something that people really struggle with for i don't really know what reason and not just with their time but with their effort their money whatever the case may be like we talked about a couple weeks ago we we used the story of um the guy that david was talking about with the lawnmower the landscaping business or whatever he had and he had to be pulling his mower around on the bike 
for a while there, a while ago, and the people that were reaching out with, you know, words of support and saying, you know, I hope someone gets this guy a truck. I hope someone does this. I hope someone does that. And our take on that being like, well, you got to do something about that. It, it, it goes the same way when you're trying to achieve for yourself. You know, it's like <laughs> you've got to do it. You can't expect it to be handed to you. You can't expect people to like work with you every single time you ask for it. If you want to get there, you have to decide to get there. Yeah. And then also stop seeing sacrifice as a bad thing. Yeah. Because, because when you sacrifice, you're actually going to feel better, man. And typically what happens when people think, oh, I got to get up earlier. I got to do this and do this. It turns into this negative story in their head and they blow it out of proportion. And the truth of the matter is um, that it, it's going to make you, getting up earlier, sacrificing your time is going to make you actually feel more rested, more energized. It's going to make you more present. Um, imagine if you were carving out an individual who does has no morning routine and you're putting in um, 16 hour or excuse me, let's just say, yeah, let's say 16 hour days. Okay. You're putting in 16 hour days between work and family life, but you have no personal time. And then you, you take, you say, you know what? I'm going to start sacrificing some of my time. You add two more hours into personal development and you're like, okay, now you're doing an 18 hour day, which means you have six hours remaining. That's, that's, that's less time. But what's going to happen is you got two hours towards yourself. You're going to work out. You're going to journal. You're going to study. You're going to wake up earlier. You're getting less sleep, but you're getting more shit done that makes you feel good. And you do that across five days a week, so maybe six days a week. And then guess what? You wake up on Saturday and you're like, dude, I feel productive. I'm ahead. I don't feel miserable. And the situation that I've, I've, I thought prior about sacrifice is no longer true. I actually feel good about what I'm doing. And so you get into this flow state of feeling good and actually sacrificing a little bit more of your time. Um, what a lot of people do is they, they, they get scared of the poodle. <laughs> okay. I was telling you this story earlier. You know, I was on a run one time. I'm hauling ass. I'm in that meditative state. It's early morning. The sun is starting to rise. And I'm basically in the zone where I can't really hear anything. I'm just daydreaming and going. And then something kind of catches me off guard and I feel a presence. I turn around and what looks like a giant monster of a dog. I mean, this thing looked like a Rottweiler foaming from the mouth. I thought it was Cujo, you know, like from, <laughs> he looked like Cujo from that old movie, if you've ever seen that. And he starts, I see his teeth and I see him just digging in and coming after me. And I'm like, dude, holy shit. So I turn around to go and like confront him and fight him off of me. And as my heart rate starts to come down, I start realizing what's actually going on. It wasn't a Rottweiler. It wasn't this vicious dog. It was a little tiny poodle that was like shorter than my calf muscle. Okay. And, I, and he was just being a little bit aggressive. He wasn't even there to like attack me. He was just like chasing me off. So the contrast was like night and day, you know what I mean? Here, the story I had in my head was completely blown out of proportion. It wasn't this mean, aggressive dog trying to bite my throat out. It was this little tiny poodle just being, you know, possessive of his property. And so in life, when you're going through some shit and you're trying to adjust your routines, you're trying to sacrifice more of your time, don't be scared of the poodle. Okay. It's just a poodle, man. <laughs> All right. You know, 75 hard, right? Justin, you're on this program. Yeah. It's, it's just a poodle, right? Yeah. Take it seriously. Now there's danger in that too, not taking something seriously and be like, oh, it's just a poodle when it's not big. You know, there's obviously that side of things too. But um, yeah, I mean, do you, do you feel like you do that naturally or do you feel like you tend to minimize things and take them for what they're worth? What do you mean? 
Like, do you feel like you blow things out of proportion or do you feel like you're an individual that? No, I don't think I I really blow things out of proportion that often. Depending on what you're talking about blowing out of proportion, I want to go back to the sacrifice thing real quick because I wanted Mm -hmm. to mention that too. Um, I agree. You kind of brought up the point that I wanted to bring up, but like sacrifice as a word does have this negative connotation to it almost. Or you say the word sacrifice, people feel like something's being taken away from them, which it is. You know, it's kind of what sacrifice means. But I think at the end of the day, when you're talking about the people that are trying to find more time, they're trying to sacrifice for time, energy, money, that type of thing. What almost ends up happening every single time is that once you make that sacrifice and just do it for a couple of days, a week, a month, whatever the case may be, you're going to realize you were sacrificing much more Mm. the entire time that you weren't doing it you know, that you weren't doing the thing. So if you want to talk about 75 hard, right, you know, like throughout the whole shutdown that we had this year when the gym wasn't open anyway, and I was waking up at 6, 7 a.m., which to me is late. I know to most people that's still insanely early, but to me that's sleeping in a good fucking amount. You know, it's like in order to make the transition from that back into 4 a.m., it's like, yes, I'm sacrificing three hours of sleep, supposedly. Not really because I'm just going to bed earlier, but you can say you're sacrificing your sleep, but you're sacrificing so much more shit by sleeping with all right. of that time, you right. know? And again, this isn't a podcast to tell you to not sleep ever. I get like eight, nine hours of sleep every night. I sleep plenty. I'm, Jeremiah sleeps less, but still plenty. He knows what he needs to do. That's not the point. The point is, if you want to get something done and you think you have to make a sacrifice to do that, the bigger sacrifice is going to be not actually getting to where you want to go. Yeah, and and dude, for the person that is cut from the same cloth as myself, as you, that you, you know, in, that's intrinsically competitive. Um, what this is how if you haven't ever been to this place where most people have probably been to the state before a little bit, but here's what happens when you start waking up a little bit earlier. Like there was a period in time in my life where I was getting up like two o'clock in the morning, right, to do crazy just personal development, pro- fitness, whatever it is. Um, and you hear stories about people doing stuff like that all the time. Joel Marion, I don't know if you know him. He owns a supplement company. He was a school teacher that read about his schedule. He was basically doing the, the opposite of what I was doing. He was getting off work at like five or six o'clock at night, falling asleep, waking up at 10 PM and then doing his business, building his business and empire throughout, you know, till three in the morning, going to sleep, sleeping for two to three hours and going back, going back to work as a teacher. You hear people doing this, this type of thing all the time. But what happens when you get into this, when you win day one of the new routine, the new schedule, what ends up happening is you start getting a little bit excited. You're, you start getting your rocks off a little bit about doing the stuff that others aren't. Yeah. Like when I was getting, you know, and I still do stuff like this today, but I'll use the 2 a.m. example. Like when I'm getting up at 2 a.m. and I'm like, it's completely black outside. My wife is like knocked <laughs> out. Dogs don't even give a shit that I'm up in the house, right? <laughs> And I'm like doing my thing and getting, making progress, dude. I start feeling pretty good about myself. I start feeling confident. And what ends up happening is you do that enough and you start getting excited about it and you start waking up in those mornings and you're like, this is the shit nobody wants to do. This is the shit nobody wants to do. And you start developing this unbreakable confidence and then you get into this flow state where it just comes naturally. And and there's going to be hard days where it's like, man, I don't want to do it today. So on and so forth. But the big picture is you start to feel actually good. The sacrifice feels great. And you're, you actually will end up having more energy throughout the day. The person that's listening right now is like, dude, I don't want to get up earlier. I don't want to make these sacrifices. 
they're thinking, man, I'm going to be tired throughout the day. Why don't you cross that bridge when you get there? Why don't you deal with that when the situation happens? Because it's a lie. You're actually going to feel better throughout the day. You're going to have more energy. You're going to feel better about yourself. And the stuff that you do throughout your nine to five is really not as mentally exhausting. It doesn't take as much mental effort as you think it does. Okay. People coming to you and saying like, Hey, I need you to make this decision. You're like, maybe you're the leader. Those are like simple problems to do, right? It, it doesn't take as much mental effort throughout the day. So you're actually setting yourself up for success by doing the stuff that does take mental effort, which is the shit you don't want to do. Build your business, build a side hustle, uh, wake up earlier, work out. That stuff takes willpower. And when you do it first in the day, you stand your ground, you take control, you use your mental energy, you conquer, you win, and then you go into your work and you can cruise, handle problems that are actually a lot easier to handle than that morning was. Um, so, you know, that's, that's today's point, man. And I, I don't want to keep rolling. I, I want to keep today's short and concise, but I'll pause there, Justin, and see if you have anything to add in. Um, because, uh, you know, what, what the individual is, somebody that's listening right now is really asking themselves, what's the price I'm willing to pay for the success that I want. They're having an honest conversation with themselves. And that's what I want. That's, I want to exit out of this episode with that question and that self-awareness in mind. And for them to take it and start implementing here in the next 24 hours. But I'll, I'll pause for stuff for you. <laughs> He'll pause for stuff for me. I have a lot of stuff. Um, one thing I think, too, when we're talking about this price is that you've, gotta, you've kind of got to start by identifying the problem as you do with anything else. And think about what the price is you're actually paying. Or in other words, what is it about the thing you're not doing? that you actually don't want to do? Is it because you don't want to wake up earlier in the morning or is it because you are worried about how people are going to judge you for being the guy that wakes up at four in the morning to go for a fucking run? You know, I mean, I get that from my, I get looked at like I'm crazy all the time. And there's, there's kind of this turning point with that too, though, yep. where you start to, if you start doing it enough, if you start going out for a run every single morning, 6 a.m., 7 a.m., I do this every morning. I run from my house up to my high school and back, which is probably three, four miles round trip, something like that. Yeah. And usually by the time I'm coming back across the high school campus is when all like the faculty is showing up to start their work day, all the teachers. And I can see them like driving by me as I'm like running down the athletic complex of the high school, just kind of looking at me like, why is this kid running at seven in the morning? Like I just woke up and you know, at first it like bothered me a little bit, but I was like, I'm just going to keep doing it. And now I'm just at the point where I'm like, this is exactly why I do it. It's because people react like that yeah and they think i'm weird and i don't want to be like them <laughs> so that that, that that same example is going to happen in somebody's household too like somebody that's married if you start waking up and having a weird schedule your spouse is going to be like why are you doing this yeah they're gonna they're gonna start it's gonna be not a normal thing for them to see so they're gonna question it so yeah you got to be ready for that but eventually through time and through conversation or or just through consistent effort they get used to it. And you now what ends up happening is you just get categorized as that guy. Oh, that's just him. That's just how yeah. he does things. Like I would like my, my platoon sergeant, you know, it's been, it's been said all, all different places I've worked, but it's basically like, you know, he, that's just, that's just captain Solvin. Okay. That that's just Lieutenant Solvin. That's just what he does. And, uh, it, and eventually people get numb to the idea that you're up. You're super, mm -hmm. super early doing P like, why are you doing PT before BT? We do PT at the unit. Well, because these are two different types of PT, right? These are like, so anyways. Um, yeah, you've got to get through this period of like, 
you're right. When you're doing a new thing like that, there's this period of people that are going to give you shit about like, oh, you're trying to do this big thing now. And then after a while, they do eventually realize that you're serious about it. And it's just what you do. I'd be curious to know if you had that um, on Instagram, actually, with social media, if you had any period at the beginning where people were like, oh, like you're trying to become a hotshot on Instagram now or something like that, or asked you why you posted so much. And now it's to the point where we just know you as a guy that posts on Instagram a lot. Yeah. And we yeah. kind of we're like, that's Jeremiah. Yeah. The comments that I got early on were, what are you trying to do? Be Insta famous? <laughs> yeah. That was yeah, said to me multiple times. And I got the same thing when I was podcasting, you know, for the first time, everybody was like, why are you doing this thing every day? What, who do you think you are? What are you trying to make of yourself? And now that I'm still podcasting at least once a week, people are just like, oh, well, it's Justin. He does podcasts. Like that's a thing now. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, anytime you make a change in anything, you're going to get that. I had it when I got out of the military, you know, my, my parents, my grandfather was super confused. I don't get it, man. You've been like, had this great career. Why would you end up switching directions? And I was just like, you know, it's, it's so people get confused. You just, but what happens with a lot of people that go th through those changes is they have a hard time explaining it. They take offense and then they think that they should just cut those people out of their lives. Like, Oh, he's fucking tough. He's a hater. Yeah. Right. Or they no, just stop doing the thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. It's just <laughs> those twofold. But the truth of the matter is they're, they're not hating on you. They're just confused because this is new behavior. So just tell them what's going on and then keep doing your thing. You know, um, so any, anything else there? And you want to nope. jump in with it? Nope. Good? I'm good. All right. That was a great, great point that you brought up is that, you know, your points about sacrificing and getting up earlier and sacrificing, um, you know, and sleeping in more are both types of sacrifices. Okay. And so you are sacrificing if you choose not to make the painful one. Right. So that point was really strong. And then your last one about, um, uh, just dealing with the criticism that kind of comes along with changing and stuff. Very, very strong points there. Just be ready for it. Handle it. Don't go calling everybody a hater. You know, no need for that. Just, just tell them what's going on and keep doing your, keep doing you. And what I'll close off with is that, uh, you know, if you're ready to make some changes, you're ready to start taking control of your time. You're start. You're ready. This got you fired up, got you focused. You realize that where you're, where you're not paying the price and what you need to start doing differently. What uh, what I'd encourage you to do is <clears throat> do something. Basically, you need to go to war. Okay, this is an acronym. All right, go to war. And what I'm asking you to do is W W A R. Okay. You want to get some shit done. You want to get work life back in into balance. You want to start achieving. You want to build a side hustle. You want to get in better shape. You need to go to war. You need to wake up earlier. I don't care. 15 more minutes, whatever it is. If you're not getting the results, you probably need to wake up earlier. The other thing you need to do is you need to work out. If you're not working out right now, you need to work out and get yourself into a positive state. You do this every single day. And then you need to attack your day with an action plan. It's just like Justin mentioned with laying out his timeline for the day and getting laser focused on the next 24 hours. You need, to, you need to do that as an individual. You need to attack your day with an action plan. And then the last thing you need to do is you need to rinse, repeat, and realize that you're capable of more. Rinse and repeat that process of waking up, working out, attacking your day. Rinse and repeat that. Okay, and along the way, you'll start seeing, holy shit, I was holding back. And you're going to realize that you're capable of more. So start implementing those lessons today. Um, I hope this was a good wake-up call for you. And um, 
I hope that it was the voice you needed to hear. And it, ladies and gentlemen, it's been you know, a great episode today. I'm thankful, as always, to have every single one of you guys. Justin's giving me the... <laughs> I'm the high sign. I have oh, something else I need to say. Okay, go ahead. I need to interrupt your flow. Well, I wanted to do it right at the end, though, because I don't know what you were about to get into. What were you about to get into? Just, 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 just I was just going to close out. I was going to say something inspiring. Go ahead. Yeah, okay. Well, guys, I want to, I want to throw this into this episode. Y'all are still sharing the podcast on Instagram, and that's great. But y'all still aren't tagging me in it, and I'm very salty about it. Oh, <laughs> so we need to have a pity party for Justin, and you need to go and you need to share this from your little Spotify to your Instagram, and tag underscore Justin RP in it along with Jeremiah Sullivan. I think you need a better. I, I think you need. You a think better I need a better handle. handle? You've been telling me that for a year and a half now, but come up with one for me then. I mean, sometimes I post stuff about the podcast, and I'm like, dude, I don't even want to tag Justin. I'm like, I don't want to hit the shift underscore spell this thing out. I'm like, hell no. no I'm just <laughs> I shouldn't start it with the underscore. Should I put the underscore at the end so you can just J and then it, it auto populates? See, the problem uh, is, is that my parents named me something normal and they spelled it correctly on <laughs> yours. So my, my my name is already taken on Instagram. All right. So we'll we'll agree to disagree that you're going to keep the handle underscore guys, gals. Yeah. Tag him. Tag Justin because um, it gives him exposure. It, it, it helps him out and it shows actually helps him figure out who he wants to connect with on Instagram as well. So if you tag him, he's going to reach out to you and get to know you. And that'd be cool. You know, build some relationships here. So underscore Justin RP, tag him on the podcast. Um, somebody asked me, how do you leave a review? And um, they like DM'd me, but I didn't have time to answer. <clears throat> I'll put a tutorial on my Instagram page. So follow me on Instagram and you'll see it. Okay. So go to just <laughs> underscore Justin RP, look at the tutorial. But really all you do if you're on iTunes, you go to iTunes, you type in the podcast, you scroll to the very bottom, you hit leave a review and you just type it right in. It's that easy. So um all right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again so much. Thanks for being part of this journey. Remember today's episode. Uh, remember the topic about the price that you're willing to pay. What is it? Okay. And so I'll leave you that with the, I'll leave you with that for today's message. Um, audit your effort. Audit what you need to start doing to, um, differently. And then remember, like I said, go to war. Until next time. Be the leader. I need some motivation. Motivation. Every day I try a little harder, but my dedication. dedication. Keep my head way, way above the water. Trying to myself and I yell at the wall. Back in the run, but I needed to crawl. I see the finish line up ahead. Trying to get traction from all of this tread. I am a king. I am a queen. I am more than the people can see. I am strong when I'm needing to be. Vulnerability's nothing to me. You can try, but I'm unshakable. My successes is never debatable. I'm coming and I'm so interchangeable. Here's to you and all that you are capable.